Hey, welcome back to another exciting episode of Spellstorm Miniatures. Uh, my name is Jeremiah, and I am doing a solo cast today, but I have a very special guest with us. Today, I have Marco Pacoda uh, of Raybox Games. Marco, why don't you say hi to our listeners? Hi, everyone. How are you doing? Hey. Um, so I hear, so you're coming from, okay, so I'm in um, Northwest um, America, like United States. I'm in Oregon, but you're in yeah. Spain right now. Yeah, all, all the way in Spain. I'm, I'm six <laughs> hours ahead of most of you guys, or depending <laughs> where you are. That's nice. <laughs> So technically, you are the guest who has traveled the farthest to be on our podcast. <laughs> oh, great. I'll take that well, while it lasts. Anyways, I'm sure you'll get <laughs> others. But uh, for the moment, I'll hold the Nice, nice. Well, I, for one, I'm really excited to have you on. Um, the, the running Thank joke you. on our podcast, you know, we have three regular hosts. But um, I'm the one who really likes to branch out and play all kinds of games. And, uh, and so the running joke is that I'm, on, that I'm on a mission to play all the games. And, yeah, yeah. and I saw your project of Legion of Steel, which is one of the things I really want, I'm excited to talk to you about today. And, and so I've been kind of following it along. I've, I've supported it on Kickstarter. I tell my friends about it. And, um, and I've even mentioned it on the podcast before, um, but, but I want to be able to just kind of go in depth with you and just kind of learn more about the project and, um, and then get, get the word out. Um, but before we do that, can we just kind of take a step back, kind of a big broad stroke, tell us who you are, where you, where you, where you come from, how long you've been gaming, what kinds of games do you enjoy playing, that sort of thing. Let's get to know you a little bit more. Sure thing, absolutely, and I'm so happy to be here too. And I'm I'm glad you're giving me this opportunity to talk about Legion of Steel and about uh, honestly <clears throat> a bunch of other games I'm developing too, which I'll, I can mention later on. But oh uh, yes, please. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> all miniature games pretty much. <laughs> so <clears throat> and lots of miniatures to come. And um, yeah, so I, I actually I started designing games back in er, 1989. And uh, in 19, I, uh, one of the favorite games I played back then was Space Hulk. And yeah. uh, I, I really, I really loved it. I, I mean, I played the original Space Hulk back in 1990. And I was with a couple of buddies who we were kind of in league together doing game design. And we had already had uh, some, you know, su success at designing some s scenarios, small stuff and Mm -hmm. and and that but uh we really wanted to take the next step up and after playing space hulk it was like we got a design uh we loved it so much i specifically loved it a lot but I'm like i think that this is a great game and that it's the only game like it and um i think why don't uh i think we can create a game that's i wasn't trying to say better than it but a, a different kind of game but just as cool and and really in the end of the day a game that was more tactical like i had a lot it was a more of a tactical game and mm -hmm. uh what came what was born from that was legions of steel and legions of steel was originally released in 1992 and um I, I, and it got a quick you know we we, we did pretty well with the game mm -hmm. and it became known as kind of like the because uh, it was compared to space hulk a lot which was fine I had, we had no problems with that yeah. and it was basically uh you know, Space Hulk would they would refer to Space Hulk as checkers and 
Legions of Steel is chess. So it's just like a, it was, uh, a, 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 yeah. So it's like a level up of playing it because we found I found that Space Hulk after a while I still loved it. There was so much cool stuff about it. I can't even. There's a whole show just on that. But you know, it was like oh, I, I, like after I got used to it, kind of knew how it worked. And I wanted to have more challenge, and basically that's what Legions of Steel came from, where there's more challenges, more tactical options. Um, Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just a more of a thinking game, right? It's, 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 but at the same time, fast paced, uses all D6s, you know. Uh, anyway, so Legions of Steel was born 1992. Okay. And it lived for, uh, I des- after I designed Legions of Steel, um, which was at the time with the company that I owned called Global Games, um, I went on to design another game called Inferno Battles of the Abyss which was uh, basically battle tech in hell, the best way to describe it. So uh, it's really cool. So Inferno Battles of the Abyss is is based in Dante's Inferno, uh, you know, with the different levels of hell. And you're basically a general commanding 60 foot tall demons in Mortal Kombat across the decimated landscape of of Dante. So see, that's actually pretty cool. And and one of my... Yes. One of my co-hosts, Dan, he loves BattleTech, and he loves that that whole idea of, and so that's one of the games that he likes to play. I should tell him about yeah. Inferno. I wonder if he would. Oh, yeah. he would. Anyone? Yeah, it's it's a it. Well, you know, we could do more talking about Inferno at, uh, as well in the future uh, sure. if if you have time or in another show. But basically, yeah, it it, it really. Um, that was designed later and like in 1995 or so when I designed that game and it's a hex based game. You know, the miniatures are very big. They're up to 70 millimeter tall, 80 millimeter tall miniatures. Um, But it's, yeah. And then they have like, so they're all super cool demons with tons of background and all that. So um, that came out. And in the meantime, legions of steel itself still, you know, kept spawning. It spawned well over a hundred different miniatures. It has uh, various source books, including like a scenario pack, advanced rules, alien source book, expansion pack, uh, campaign pack, and then more miniatures and more miniatures. So it, it, it got pretty wide and we were really going to head to head with Games Workshop. And, um, and, and in the end, it, it was difficult at the time. I don't know, basically retail stores kind of had to choose in the end and Games Workshop was just the more powerful one. They would yeah. complain about Games Workshop because they, you know, GW was opening its own stores and taking business away from them. Um, Anyways, so the long and the short of it is back in 96, basically I wound the company down in 96, 97. And it wasn't like it went bankrupt or anything like that, but I just decided for me and, you know, with the cash flow and all that, uh, you know, I ended up, you know, not owing anybody any money, but I just wound it down. And so basically that's 96. So for the last... 24 years it's been basically it's basically docile just sitting on the backboard and have all of the masters of the original figures and you know of course the rules and everything like it existed and i and i didn't do anything with it for 24 years or so and then um uh last year i just decided to kind of let's revive it and and then I got excited about it as I started looking back at the rules and everything. And I have like even a lot of them in digital versions still, not everything. So mm-hmm. then I, I was like, you know what? I think this game can come back. I started looking at the market again. And um, 
I was like, I, I, Kickstarter existed like first, and it's like, oh my goodness, there's like lots of games coming out, and there's like yeah. lots of miniature games and lots of miniature games that do well. And I'm like, you know, I think, uh, and I'm really passionate about designing. Like, I love designing games, so it just came back in full force. And um, yeah, so nice. that that's kind of what preceded where we are exactly today. Um, and a bit like with me, I'm, I'm, I am a game designer. I've designed, aside from those, I've designed uh, a couple other games that are on the, that never got released that eventually will get released, including a, a, a game called Stalingrad, which is set as a World War II historical miniatures game. Yes. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's good. It's pretty cool. <laughs> it's, it's a whole set of new rules that have never been seen before. And in, and even that one is going to have like uh like a weird war component to it. Cool. Okay. So, yeah. um, yeah, so that, that's, that's that, that is, then I have like, um, Oh, a, a few other games and ideas and stuff. Yeah. yeah so yeah, you know, so Pax Galactica is, is a card game. Like, uh, yeah, it's a sci-fi card game. Oh, and, no miniatures um, for that one though. No miniatures for that one there. Yeah. Oh, so I, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, it's actually on, on the furthest back burner because I only can spend so much time sure any one project it does take time yeah um so yeah and then like like all my in my spare time like playing games i i hadn't played a lot of gaming and done a lot of modeling like in between yeah uh, of course it did computer games and stuff like that like we all did through that as as everything kind of exploded yeah. uh but now i'm getting back and trying games again and uh, you know uh, uh buying other people's games through kickstarter supporting other kickstarter game yep uh, you know, uh, game designers, but also to start like, like, you know, getting my feet wet again. And, uh, you know, you get ideas for like playing other people's games. Like I, I, I you know, I want to do solo rules. So I, so I download free solo rules, see how other people do it, not to copy them or anything, but to start like getting the meat right. of, okay, they handle it this way and they do it this way. And how can we make it work for what we're doing? And it's, and it's exciting to, to see how other people do it and then come up with, uh, yeah. often a combination of things that, that, that quite quite easily can be unique and we'll see what happens. So well, and, that's what um, me, yeah. I was going to say on the note of the solo rules, that's one of the things that is like desperately needed right now in a time that we're in with, with the coronavirus yes, and yes. the whole world being locked down. That's what everybody is looking for. Like, how can I do something on my own? And, yeah. and so there's, there's, I think in going forward, there's definitely going to be a, a market for it. So I agree. In fact, uh, it's 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 a difficult. I've been struggling with my solo rules for a while. I, yeah. I can't like and and um, I know it's 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 out there. It's it's that part of you as a designer where you're like you're not quite satisfied with it. Like it's oh, it's like you you got to kind of make the call between realism and gameplay and like. Yeah. And it's and it's and you know in a way you want to make it feel as and that's what Legions of Steel is actually one of the one of those games that is it's basically when we did Legions of Steel it's like a hard sci-fi it's mm -hmm. not a fan it's not it's not akin really to neither Space Hulk or well like it's it's like we we every weapon and the way the weapon works we actually have a scientific rationale as to how it would work. You know what I mean? Yeah. And a, a lot a lot of the fans of the game actually were military well, people in the military and soldiers uh, because the way the tactics work, the way the squad is set up, the way the weapon, you know, they would use actual military like 
you would use military tactics to, you know, defeat the enemy, basically. Yeah. They were like, so, so they really, it really, it really played well that way. And, um, and so there was this, you know, we wanted to make it as realistic as possible, but playable. And um, yeah. So, so anyways, <clears throat> that's, that's where I've kind of come from. And okay. uh, I mean, a little bit other background is, I mean, I've done a lot of things in the last 25 years. Uh, I'm a, a furniture designer. I've designed furniture. Um, I, huh. I still do design furniture and I have a whole company that manufactures and right now it's shut down because of the virus, but uh, yeah, yeah, so I have that and a whole bunch of cool stuff that way. And I also design uh, furniture or like bunk beds and stuff for the military, which uh, I've just done a big job for the, the British, uh, the British military ordered a bunch of bunk beds. So that, that I just put that to bed last week, actually. So that was cool. So I do that sort of stuff. And then in the past, among other things, you know, I have a magazine called Room Org magazine that I publish. Uh, well, I'm not the publisher. I'm like one of the partners and I've been with it it's over 20 years old and it's like a horror genre magazine, the horror and culture entertainment. That's going very strong. It's being, you know, it's over where yeah. we're almost near the 200. What's, what's the name of that magazine? Issue. You want to give it a plug real quick? So, yeah, sure. It's Rue Morgue magazine. So uh, it's R U E. And then the second word is M O R G U E and a magazine. So if you're a horror fan, it's a great mag. It has tons of interviews. We've interviewed and uh, tons of, great actors and directors from all over the world. So it, it's not American centric necessarily. We, we did a whole, like whole issues on, you know, Korean horror and Japanese horror and all kinds of different stuff like that. And we have tons of friends in the industry. So it, it's a really fun, you know, it's, it's a good read. It's kind of a really, it's, a, it's more of a smart read too. It's just got really good interviews and really good. It's all, it's all, uh, it's not fiction. So it's all about uh, yeah. like real stuff and real stuff coming out and stuff like that. And Whoa. and through there, I met tons of cool people like Guillermo del Toro and yeah, um, yeah. He's I I got so many dude. I have so many stories with Guillermo because he's like uh, a friend. Uh, he's a he's a friend that you never see because he's always too busy. But anytime yeah. you run into him, he's all like embracing. I I like Instant, he's had yeah. dinner at my house and we. I got so <laughs> many stories. We I got too many stories about the film business. Like and like I've met. I'm not doing it to drop names, but just it was it, it was a great experience with the magazine. Like Alice Cooper, I drove him around Toronto for two days straight. And, oh, that's awesome! And, yeah, <laughs> Alice, Slash, I I, I was working with Slash, yeah, with Slash for like a year and a half because he was part of a movie. I was also I also produced movies, or I used to produce films. And I produced a whole bunch of short films, and they went really wow. well. And uh, also produced a full length film and bunch of stuff so at one point i was working with slash because he was part of one of the films and like i i, I actually i got a there's a lot more and it's all these yeah. cool stories but it's it's all film related it would it would really be a place here but yeah maybe we'll we'll share and if i if we talk about inferno i'll share another anecdote about I would like another that. fun it, they're all fun like they're like yeah. you would <laughs> it's well, let's some do of this. really crazy let's, let's do a future <laughs> episode yeah that's i love this so let's do this um, a future episode specifically to talk about Inferno and we'll make sure that Dan is on yeah. for that. And, um, okay, and that'll, great. Be, yeah, that'll yeah. be great. One of the things that you don't know, because you and I just met essentially, um, I love horror films and, and like, oh, when, okay. I really do. And, and so I'm really excited about what you just shared and I'm personally going to check out that magazine. Um, 
but when I taught cool. in, the, in the high schools, uh, one year we did uh, we did our own horror film, and we brought in we like wrote the script and everything, and we brought in um, Hollywood makeup artists to to yeah. actually apply the makeup to the kids, and it was it was pretty epic. It was one of my um, it's one of the projects that I that I I liked the most when I was teaching, and um, and so yeah, I'm super excited about this. And then in Seattle, if you ever you make it to the Pacific Northwest, um, right. there's the, there's the uh, Oh, what do they call it now? The Modern Museum of Modern Art, and and they, uh, my wife and I went up there a couple years ago, and they had a um, an exhibit dedicated just to like horror film industry, and it was one of the coolest oh, wow. exhibits I've ever seen in like any kind of museum. It was wicked good. Wow. So I stayed so long. Very in cool. <laughs> yeah, and my wife she like made fun of me and stuff. But well, that sounds cool. You'll love you'll love Remorg. You, That's cool. Well, whatever. I'll, you, just check it out. You'll love it. You can get a digital version of it, uh, or you can. You well, it was available at Barnes and Noble, but right now they're closed. But yeah. So, <laughs> and then yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, actually, actually, after the show, just 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 send me an email, and I'll I'll, I'll send a comp out to you for the, the the latest issue. Right on. Thank you. Yeah, um, oh, you're welcome. <laughs> let's uh, let's get back to okay. So let's talk about um, Legion of Steel. You, the big sure. comparison was um, to Space Hulk, and so yeah. I have a couple questions. I want to know kind of the nitty gritty. There's tiles. There's dice. What are those for? And then if you could maybe expand, what's the biggest difference between the first edition from '92 and then the second edition that's on the Kickstarter right now? Right. Yeah. Okay. So I'll let. Okay, you're going to ask questions first. Oh, that's my question. Just talk oh. away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <'Cause>... Okay. <laughs> no, no and problem I... at all. No problem at all. So, yeah. Um, uh, yeah so, Legions of Steel. It, it, yeah. So it's a box set. Uh, everything, the original one, and then and the new one too. So, okay, uh, you know, it's okay. a box set. Yeah. I mean, that part of it. Uh, right now, the Kickstarter that is going on is the classic miniatures Kickstarter. So I basically took my old miniatures back from 1992 and I'm re I have the masters. So we're repressing new molds, fresh molds, and we're going to be, and we're selling all of these old, really cool miniatures from the original yeah. set. They look so and good. They look they're so cool. good. And they're, <laughs> and they're 30 years old, basically. So yeah. anyways, yeah. I mean, and there's better ones and not depending, you know, everyone has their thing. So sure. uh, uh, this, yeah, this Kickstarter in you can buy all these different miniatures that are available. And uh, and then you can also download the second edition beta rules, uh, the scenario pack, the tutorial book, uh, the, the all the boards, PDF of the boards, counters. Like you can basically get the actual miniatures and download the other parts of the game that you could, that you might want to play with. Yeah. And that you could print out, but you could also use space hog boards or whatever, like you, cause you can design your own scenarios as well. Right. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so the, the game itself is, is uh, you know, you lay out your map board. Uh, the, each scenario has a, a layout, you know, with different, uh, you know, entry points depending, you know, uh, uh, different objectives and whatnot. And then you're either playing the human forces or the United Nations of Earth commandos uh, who are in powered armor in uh, Paladin PBA or pilot powered armor. And mm -hmm. you'll have a sergeant and you'll have your troops and, um, you know, your heavy, oh, heavy weapon guy and some regular troopers and your and your NCOs, right? And then, or you're playing the machines, the machine horde, and the machines, they have their own uh, uh, kind of 
uh, well, they have their own look, of course, and it, yeah. it, it the basic the basic uh, troop is the G1 Nightmare, which is it, it's kind of like a Skelebot, it's kind of like a Terminator, it's kind of like you can name like any it's, it's a skeletal robot, so there's a you could pick anyone out there. They're all in the same kind of realm, you know what I mean? Uh, and of course, when we came out, it was compared to Terminator because Terminator came out first, but the Necrons came out after, so the, the Necrons get influenced. Who knows? Blah 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 blah. Anyways, um, and then uh, the the uh, but the machines are kind of commanded by this big demonic looking uh, machine, which is called the Mark One Assault. Theme. And then so that's the two opposing forces in the basic box set, right? Yep. And uh you know you can play you, everything is d6 it's 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 you know you can play games in 30 to 60 minutes 90 minutes you know if you're doing a small skirmish battle but uh, when the game was out people ballooned i've saw 12 person games and with a board that was 16 feet long i don't know like That's i didn't even do it it's like this i just find these pictures of people playing these whoa they played it that way and like so you can like you know, you can certainly build larger armies and, um, but it's all skirmish level. So, you know, you don't have the same investment you need to do to do a tabletop game. You know, you can, you know, you can buy 30, 40, maybe 50 figures and have a nice assortment and uh, a variety. So you can kind of pick and choose what you want to use per scenario and stuff more if you're going to do a campaign, a longer extended thing. Right. So, so that, that's, uh, yeah, that's, and um, that's the kind of the, the basic game how it works uh you yeah. you know you have your weapon like standard stuff it has a kill number or a hit number and the ranges and then depending on the range uh you you yeah, know you determine what you what your hit number is and then yeah. whatever modifiers change it but it's it's pretty straightforward uh yeah. there's a thing called leadership so the sergeants the ncos have leadership and you can use leadership to influence your 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 figures so you can like assign leadership to like a a, a a, a trooper that's far forward and they can use that leadership to like move faster or avoid getting killed or they can use it to fire their weapon better so you know how you assign your leadership you know could very well turn the tide and it's a very like you know important decisions that you would make yeah. um so there's that aspect to the game too which which is is is, is important and gives it a, a uh, you know a, a more unique feel to it mm-hmm. um yeah that's that's the basic game from the basic game legions of steel which was released in 92 expanded into like three other alien races which were like the black empire which are kind of like a uh they were like a, a like a high-tech uh uh race uh kind of with with japanese trappings and that sort of thing right and yeah. then uh you had uh the infernites which were more tribal and they were like silicone based creatures that uh, they, they were big tough kind of brutes and then you had the fantasians which were kind of the whole design and look was more like world war ii ish and uh soviet it got a really cool look and they're like walrus type humanoids and they, they look like it's That's got a cool. whole yeah I'll, I'll show you some pictures of that sometime and so those three races came out and for each one dozens of miniatures in that and then yeah. there was the alien source book and it introduced how their weapons work and what tactics they would use their whole background their history of their race and you know it was it was filled with lore as well and stuff like that so that's how it expanded okay so that's the original game the the second edition um and the original game had like 20 figures in it all metal so we're going to continue to be all metal for our original which release. i love uh, <laughs> oh great thank you not everybody's a big fan of metal but but you know if you're if you're 
you know, if you've got 10, 20 or 30 figures, like, and you're playing on a board and each one is like so important because they, you know, they can die so easily at the same time yeah. that, you know, when you're picking them up and moving and they have some weight, it's like, yeah, this guy's worth it. You feels know, just, good. He just, yeah. yeah, it feels good. So, yeah. um, you know, the original one, if it came out today with, you know, 20 metal, like it was over a pound of metal in, in the box and everything that it came with, you know, if it, it would be at the same price of like 150 bucks or, or more. Yeah. Uh, you know, for a box set, which is fine. So, but what I decided is I decided to create uh, a new core box set. So, well, well, we can talk about the rules quickly first. So, the rules haven't really changed. What I've done is I streamlined them. So, there's a, we're a few quirks in the old one, like mm -hmm. grenade deviation, which was like a lot of like chart checking to see where it deviates. I just really simplified it. So, a few okay. rules simplified um to, to speed the game along and uh what we didn't have back then and nobody really bothered to do really is that i have a tutorial book that walks you through the rules over three scenarios so you can you play the you learn a little bit of rules and you play the first scenario then you learn a bit more you play the second so there's this like gradual way of learning how to play the game without being frustrated being overwhelmed and then of course when it does come out we'll have the videos on youtube like by rule so this is how you move so it'd be the youtube movement and it just explains how movement works and then how you score a hit. So they're like little bite size. So if you're playing the game and you're, oh, how do you do that? How do you do grenade deviation or whatever? You could just play this 30 second or one minute video. Just, oh yeah, that's how they did it. And that, so there'll be all that kind of support that didn't exist in the original game. Um, <clears throat> and then box size wise, miniature wise, it's still gonna be a nice box set. It's gonna have brand new artwork, brand new sculpts, all, you know, a majority of the miniatures are each, like, they will be like each of the, the human commandos will have a different pose and, and, you know, a different kind of look to them. And, um, and the machines will have all new sculpts as well. There's a, the, now it's the G12 nightmare instead of the G1 nightmare, <clears throat> you know, the Mark seven assault fiend instead of the Mark one assault fiend. So it's all because, oh yeah. <clears throat> So as far as rules, it doesn't change much, but historically the game is extended 100 years into the future. So ah, okay. if you played, yeah, if you played Legions of Steel in 92, uh, basically uh, whatever happened at like the last release were basically 100 years in the future. And basically everything has kind of evolved 100 years. And, okay. uh, you know, I, I, the background is I'm creating a whole new background. That's cool. It's all set on this planet called Abandon, which is kind of like a no man's land. And basically the war against the machines, which had the machines on one side and the humans and their allies and aliens on the other side, basically has been pushed to the edge of the galaxy. It's been all pushed to the edge. And it's and now that since it's pushed to the edge, it's like more of a skirmish level. And mm -hmm. the humans still gotta be there to make sure that there's no foothold that the that I think my daughter's yelling. Is it, it. Is that picking okay. that up? <laughs> okay. Um so uh you know it, 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 basically it's kind of like a um what i've done and what's going to be different about it is that the in the first legions of steel everything was really pristine like like it literally started when the war started like the humans mm -hmm. got introduced brand new armor everything shiny and new and a hundred years later they're fighting on the edge and it's basically like in afghanistan just one second yeah. one second hey yes sir i'm on the thing Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, so now your troops are, are it's so far, it's kind of like from the core that um, 
you know, it's kind of like, it's out of the mind's eye. It's kind of like the war in Afghanistan, like, as it, like, you don't really hear about it much. There are soldiers still dying there and protecting people and doing stuff, but, you know, it just doesn't, it's not that nobody cares. I'm not trying to say that, but really, like, it's just, you don't think about it anymore. You don't, it's not like a part of your daily life because before it was imminent doom and now it's, you know, two years away travel. So <clears throat> it's kind of disheartening for them in a way. But what you also have is that now your troops are so far out that, you know, the aesthetic of the game now is like, you know, you're you're fixing things in the field, you're jury rigging stuff, you're, you're duct taping your weapon so it doesn't fall apart. You know, your, your sensors are always being tweaked because now, you, you know, parts are, you know, it's hard to get parts. The supply shipments come in irregularly. You know, you never know when you're going to get a new set of, you know, battery supply for your weapons or for your, you know, that sort of thing. So it's got a more of a grungy kind of, uh, you know, uh, yeah. like firefly, uh, you know, uh, frontier kind of feel to it. So I, I, I really love it because you can start really customizing your guys a lot more. Um, you can do lots of stuff with battle damage. And then we'll have all these kind of rules where you can like play at a handicap with certain certain uh, guys, certain like uh, yeah uh, figures maybe in that. So that's kind of that's kind of the in a nutshell. So is it designed to play narratively, like with campaigns with like successive scenarios and things, or so it... uh, yeah it, you so the basic box set uh, is going to have a set of three. Uh, uh, tutorial scenarios and then six scenarios that are thematically linked, but they don't link campaignly. You don't have to worry. It's not about okay. your guys. Yeah, yeah. But which isn't that? It's just because the basic box set is, is what it is. It comes with ten miniatures. It has um, and it's going to be priced a lot better. So the the idea is to price it economically, like a nice big box set with a bunch of miniatures plus the boards and everything, and and keep it under ninety dollars. So. Uh, my target is to try to get it out there for $89 on the Kickstarter. So it's That's like great. you get a lot, a lot for 89 bucks. And then after that, there'll be an expansion set also available in Kickstarter with another cool. seven or eight figures and stuff like that. So the basic box set will, will really introduce you to the game universe and get you playing and get scenarios going and, and really quickly. And then the first expansion um, is going to have uh, like solo play rules in it, another six to eight scenarios and ways to build your own scenarios and stuff like that. So it, it's quickly, you can quickly start having like a lot of stuff to do. And then the expansion after that will be like an extended campaign where it you start bringing in the rules for like, a, you know, a longer period type of, of uh, gaming sessions and, and linked gaming sessions and stuff like that. So we're gonna be addressing all of that. And on top of that, uh, Legions of Steel, fans of which there are still hundreds out there and are yeah. are backing me now on kickstarter you know they love creating stuff so i'm going to give the tools for people fans uh, and players alike to create their own scenarios and a platform for them to just post scenarios so and, and then i'm going to create a scenario i'll make sure every month there's a new scenario whether i create it or somebody else there'll always be a new scenario for download for free on the internet and you know uh it just, you know, it'll, it'll basically, there'll always be something to do, always something new happening in that. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Hey, I don't, Thank I don't you. have the answer to this question, but I wanted to ask you, um, who does the art? Because I think it's amazing. 
so it's so like it's a you got a retro feel and it's like super sci-fi who does your art for your for your stuff well you are you talking about the old art <laughs> well i've been i've been just yeah, on your I, website you know on the kickstarter yeah. the the facebook page like the stuff that i'm looking at right now i don't know right. about the, yeah well okay we had a whole bunch like okay so uh uh so the two key artists that did a lot of the art are tom frank and wes johnson and both of them are involved not as artists uh, as visual artists in 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 the new legions of steel but they're working me with me writing the lore and developing the universe so i'm actually cool. working with the same guys that we worked like 25 years ago uh, That's awesome. but they're no longer really our artists and then from them i mean like they have real jobs that you know what happens over time so they don't yeah. they don't do art uh but uh, those were the two key guys but then i used like kevin long did uh, a cover um a whole bunch of uh, most of the people who are artists for me uh, if not all of them no longer do art in the industry so but those does a few of the people and um truly actually i'm going to be over time publishing for free uh in pdf format all of the old books that we had so um in fact i just listed on, on the kickstarter page that that uh one of the free uh, downloads that i will be giving one of the stretch goals was reached is is this the first scenario pack so scenario pack one so that gives an extra 10 scenarios plus uh more units and and rules for units and rules and stuff like that That's um uh, so what i mean so what i mean to say as i release these uh and, and and give them away well these ones are part of and eventually i'll i'll, I'll release the other ones um you know inside of each one of course is who the artists are involved in all that and okay. there's tons more art like a lots of black and white art yeah yeah wow you know um i've you know as a as a person who you know i enjoy playing games and and i like trying different games and and kickstarter has been um, a very positive thing for me. Um, there, there was a season a couple of years ago where I backed a few too many projects, but um, but I, I have a, a nice healthy rhythm with it now, and <laughs> and which is good, right? Um, but yeah. there aren't there aren't very many um, projects like a lot of them will catch my eye, um, but uh, but this one in particular just really really excites me, um, and and like I'm just super Thank jazzed you. about it, and I feel like. I feel like what you're offering with the Kickstarter for people who back it um, is just a lot of fun gameplay. You know, you have you have fantastic metal miniatures that look so cool, and I can't wait to throw awesome paint on them. And yeah, um, and then and then just just the just the conversation around inviting community support to create more scenarios and to have those available online just speaks to like the ethos behind like what you do um so and and like raybox games you know whenever you google them or whatever and just look around the first line that comes up is your family owned you know i think that's super yeah. sweet that's super sweet that's oh, thank sweet. you <laughs> <laughs> thank you well it, it's 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 really it is a cool thing it was uh you know i was able to work with my kid and he's like they're, they're like they're like 30 now but you know it, it <laughs> yeah. just it's great to be able to work with your kids and do stuff together it's really really cool yeah, thank and you that's, and that's um, Nico, right? yeah 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 and and the truth is uh I, like publishing new scenarios and stuff like that and sharing I, I i really believe in all that and i really believe that it's 
great to be involved, like get, get people involved as much as they can. Because a lot of fans, not everybody does. Some people just like to sit back and enjoy stuff and, and, and play the game with their friends and that. But there's enough people that really, if you give them the opportunity to be creative, they really want to. And yeah. They're going to enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy it. And everyone gets it. It's like nobody loses it in any way. It's just like such an awesome place to be. And yeah. Um, yeah. And if you'd notice some of the quotes, like um, I'm, I'm not afraid of saying it, but Legions of Steel is probably is not, this is not me saying it. This is fans. Real people is one of the best skirmish games ever been made that period. But that That's what they say. Easy yeah. to learn. Like these are real quotes. You you can go on the board game geek and see the quotes and people like say like a, a lot yeah. a lot of people have said it's it's I just like found this one. one of the G ninety nine says one of the most balanced games I've ever played. I love this game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I that's only the quotes I could find and I pulled them, right? Like like, oh right. here's a good yeah. quote. I can you know. And and uh but yeah, I, I so I guess I, I I'm not saying it to brag, but uh, you know, a lot of miniature games are coming out now. I'm not GW, I'm not talking GW specifically because they, right. in general, do a good job. Oh, there's job, so right? many out there but, right now. Yeah. But there's so many that come out, and really, it's more flash and less about substance. And people, you know, they like the miniatures and they go for the miniatures, and that's great. But the game itself often doesn't deliver. Uh, that's what I've been hearing from a lot of, of fans and, and just players out there. So, Legions of Steel will deliver you the rules. You'll play a solid set of rules. You know, it'll take time for you to to really be acquainted with the nuances so that you can most effectively beat your opponent. But, um, you know, uh, it's challenging and your opponent will get challenged. And as mm -hmm. if you guys are playing together, you'll, you'll like and you'll start people start deciding who they are. Like, oh, I want to be I want to be the humans. I want to be the machines. They start, to, you know, picking factions and stuff. And and there was like yeah. this funny quote we used to have going because. You know, there was a lot of machine players, and they really don't like the human players, like like in in a fun gamey way, right? And it's yeah. like human by nature. So, so the quote is like human by nature, machine by choice. It's the, like <laughs> really corny. I have these old corny ads. You should see these corny ads that that but I, I used that to stuff. put out back in the day. I love yeah, that. Yeah, we and it's 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 cool. Well, I, I'm gonna I should start share. I will start sharing. Some of them are embarrassing, so I haven't shared them, but I, I should share. <laughs> it's like, really? Did I do that? It's like, like <clears throat> not that a little bit politically incorrect, but like, ah, you know, that's, that's 30 years. Not, not stupid, okay? But, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, well, I, I probably wouldn't have done that ad today. So I'm wondering, but maybe I should. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, there's there, uh, there was a... In, in the game that I play, uh, War Machine and Hordes, there's a there's a page five rule that refers to um, it, it's a pretty um, a pretty male centric uh, phrase, and 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 Privateer Press is trying to distance themselves from that um, to be a little more inclusive to other gamers and stuff. And so we right. we we that's the nature of the industry, I think, and and we're seeing sh very positive shifts, um, and that um, and that's that's helpful. So. But but I think but I think at the same time we can look back at our history and just acknowledge that that's there, and then and then we can move on. So you're doing fine. You're doing good. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So. So. I think, um, yeah. What you want to add anything else? I think we um, did. I think we talked about well, kind of who you are and some of the inspiration in the things that like inspire you. You're, you're not just yeah. a game designer. You are a creator. 
like you create things, which is just yeah, fascinating. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, and um, well, we talked. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, I mean, not that I'm plugging my furniture because it's it's not that, but if you see my furniture, you'll kind of see also my aesthetic when it comes to gaming and all that sort of stuff. And um, but every everything like I I um, I really enjoy all different aspects of creation, and that's why I think why I've been such a diverse kind of uh, field from film to to magazines to publishing to gaming yeah. to like furniture and like lighting and i just it, I, I i some people say I do too many things and maybe they're right but it's been a fun ride <laughs> no you're a true renaissance man that's what you are <laughs> um, thank you oh but i want to let everyone know actually as i really appreciate that is that i am focusing like almost all my attention now on the game itself. So although nice. uh, I've kind of like put everything else, even the designing, like if I get another military contractor, I'll do that. But basically I'm focusing all my attention on the game. And I spend every day working on Legions of Steel. Every single day I spend, and, and it was already designed and I've been working on it for over a year for the second edition. It's like, man, if I never designed this game, <laughs> how long would it have taken? Because it's been like a lot of work to, to, to bring it up to what I feel needs to it needs to be for you know for yeah. this this era, and um, and even though there wasn't a lot to change, it was a lot of rewording and just making it better, making it better, and finessing it. It's been a real challenge, but it's also been really rewarding, um, kind of like seeing it all come together. Nice. So yeah. Oh, and I'll mention a couple other cool things. So the other cool things that are happening is I didn't waste. Uh, uh, so the the Kickstarter that's coming that's on right now the last two days of the Kickstarter, uh, those basically the money that's coming from that is uh, to obviously pay for the 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 stuff that we'll be manufacturing for the people, uh, yep. for the customers and the fans. But um, anything that's left over from that will go directly towards the second edition new box set, which the plans are to release and Kickstarter in October of this year. So it'll go towards the artwork and the marketing and to uh, all the aspects that are necessary to create a game pre Kickstarter. Right. Nice. So, um, so that's, that's one thing I wanted to mention, but, uh, uh, and there's plenty to still do for the second edition, but I've already have sculpted um, half of the miniatures that we need for it. And I've already have a, a half dozen set of, of artwork being created that I've already paid for but really to get ahead of the curve so once the kickstarter is over and mm -hmm. once the pledge manager is up and going and people start you know i'm basically once i get uh, uh you know past the kickstarter stage then i'm going to start between you know that period and the release of legion of steel i'm going to immediately start releasing new artwork new sculpts uh oh. you know I'll, I'll i'll start like i'll start putting this stuff out so people can start seeing what the new Legions of Steel is going to look like, what the new miniatures are going to look like and their scale and all kinds of stuff like that. So, so there'll be a lot of stuff going on between now and, and the actual release of the big box set in October. And another thing I wanted to mention was we will also offer the box set with uh, all of the contents, less the miniatures, all of the old school classic miniatures that you have will be integrated into the new into the new oh, system. Oh, that's awesome! That's so cool. So if you if you buy the core the core set that's available right now on Kickstarter, yeah. and I believe in American dollars, it's less than forty nine dollars for for ten figures. It's 
which are all, it's a, like a really good deal. But if you buy that, when the new Kickstarter comes out, you, you can buy the one without miniatures and those will work perfectly well in the system that, and you can save the money if you, you know, if you wanted to save money and just buy the box and everything and not have the mm -hmm. new miniatures, totally. So you're not forced to buy all new miniatures or anything. And all the old miniatures will have rules for them. And all the old miniatures will, uh, not only am I going to create the rules for like, I don't have to create them. They're already created, basically just port, port them over, right? But, um, but I'm also going to include them in the lore. So it's not like they'll be lost in time and they don't talk about the you know that armor or that yeah. weapon or whatever so so even the lore when you're reading the background it'll it'll be like you'll you of course you know you'll have the troopers or whatever engaged in a, in a firefight or on a patrol or whatever and there will be like talking or they'll run into machines or stuff that are from a hundred years ago from miniatures that you already own uh, you might already own or that you or people from 20 years ago own so like I, i'm going to integrate all the old stuff so there's nothing's gone to waste nothing cool. is obsolete it's all going to function that way. And another thing I wanted to mention, because I know a lot of games do this, is we have what's called a unit point value. So everything has got a point value assigned to it based on its lethality and, and its usefulness mm -hmm. in combat, mm -hmm. right? And I'm, that point value will be kept up so that there will never be a release of a figure that just dominates the other figures. So you can never, like, you can't buy into, well, I've got the newest figure, so now I'm the biggest, baddest thing on the battlefield, no and you're going to die. <laughs> Yeah. No, I'm, I'm actually like totally very conscious about that since uh, I started redesigning to ensure there's no power creep in the game itself. It'll just be tactics. It'll be options that like you'll you'll get. Oh, there's a new figure. It's got this really cool ability. It costs more UPV or unit point value, but it allows me to do this or it allows me to do that. And I can use that as a tactic when I combine it with these two guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? And all it'll be about like finessing and learning and stuff like that. But you're certainly not going to be forced to, to, to like, nothing will become obsolete at all. And um, and also another aspect that I, I will be introducing like hero characters as well and stuff like that, each with their own unique kind of cool kind of special rule that uh, pertains to them, which is just adds like a little pepper or spice into the mix of the game that you're playing. So um, they'll be all, and then they'll have their own history and stuff like that too. Nice. Well, I want to thank you for your time today. I, I really was excited to, to have you on and I'm really excited about the stuff that we talked about. And there's so much more that I still want to learn um, about what you're doing, but point our direction uh, to point our listeners to find you rayboxgames.com. Uh, you can yeah. find them on Facebook and Instagram and definitely find them on the kickstarter this episode is going to go live um today it's going to go live within a couple hours after i uh, um, throw it up there and so uh, most of my most of my listeners if you have the opportunity um i want to just click that link and and go check it out and there's some really cool looking stuff there any any closing words sir well, I'd like to thank you again, Jeremiah, for having this chance to talk about it. Uh, I look yeah. forward to talking more. I, I love talking games and tactics and all kinds of stuff like that. So, um, and um, and I, th I I had a lot of fun. I just it's great, and I hope I hope you guys did too. And <laughs> I think they did. We have we have some great listeners. Right. I I interact with on 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 a lot, and uh, and they just they're enthusiastic about games and, and you are definitely enthusiastic about your game. And so there's a lot in common right there. <laughs> awesome. Very well, good. thanks again then. Yeah. yeah. We'll see you. Uh, we'll talk to you later.
Thank you.